Hey everybody, this is Just Sold with Brent McIntosh of the McIntosh Group at Remax River City. My name is Bryn Griffiths and Brent McIntosh joins us as always. How are you doing today? I'm well. How are you today, Bryn? Great. It's always, you know, I love talking with you, but it's always more fun when somebody else is joining us and we have a guest today. We do. And I wanted to do something a little different on this week's podcast. And I was scouring the internet for some good news because unfortunately you turn on the television and you listen to the radio and it just seems to be bad news after bad news story. So I was scouring the internet and I found this story about a man with um, some kidney failure who had to move his family of six into some public housing in Halifax, some rat filled public housing while he's trying to get uh, some dialysis done every night for his kidney failure. And a wonderful group of people stepped up and helped him and his family purchase a home. And we're joined by one of those wonderful people on the line with us today is Halifax realtor, Brenda McKenzie from Engel and Volkers. Brenda, thanks for joining us. How are you? I'm very good, Brent. And I want to thank you for having me on your show. Well, your story was really intriguing because literally when I come up with topics for Bryn and I to talk, talk about, I was just looking for some good news, uh, something to feel good about. And the fact that this had a real estate angle was actually just a happy coincidence. And so I'm, I'm so glad that, we, that there's a real estate agent that is doing some real good in her marketplace and helping her fellow man. Um, but before we get to that, let's start with a quick bio, Brendo. Brenda. Brenda, uh, tell us about yourself. Um, so I've uh, been in real estate for about 34 years now. I started with a smaller company. Well, I started at Remax, to be honest with you, many years ago yeah. um, in 1988. And uh, through the years, I then moved on to a small company called Domus Realty here in Halifax. And that's actually where uh, we started a home for everyone um, when I was with that agency. And um, yeah, I love real estate and I've been, uh, you know, I was only 28 when I started, I'm 61 now. And so it's been quite a little journey. Uh, the market in Halifax sure has changed over the years and we're in for, I, I know the whole, um, I think Canada certainly heard what's been going on in Halifax. So it's been really an exciting time and it feels uh, it, it really wonderful to be able to help a family the way we are right now with, uh, with our home for everyone. So I'm, I'm very happy and proud about it. Well, it's fantastic. And we will talk, obviously, about a home for everyone. That's that's what you're here for. But because we are real estate agents and we love talking numbers, um, yeah. let's talk about the Halifax market. What's happened sure. there this year? Uh, well, this I was just actually looking at the stats. I was on our uh, our board because I just I didn't want to quote anything when that was that was wrong. But um, actually, our median price for May is up 31.1%. Wow over last year um average time in the market is six days which is <laughs> barely <laughs> barely enough time to get a sign up let alone I know. sell a house seriously well and and it's a competing market uh very much so i just had a house in the north end that we listed and it ended up selling for three hundred and five thousand over asking which was unheard of not none uh, just to say that the seller is quite happy uh about that um, but yeah, 305 over asking, which is just almost unheard of. But uh, the, the whole market, it doesn't matter. It's outside the city. So in, on the South Shore, in the Annapolis Valley, uh, all the whole market all across uh, Nova Scotia has really gone crazy. And it's, um, it's, it's quite a change. I mean, it was coming, but it seems like since the pandemic, 
we all were holding our breath and then everything went the other way. So it was quite a shock. And where are the people coming from that are buying your properties? A lot of people are coming from away. We do have a lot of people coming from Ontario, um, you know, Europe. Uh, they're, they're really coming from, from everywhere, to be honest. Uh, but, but we definitely, you know, I think that's what is helping drive the market to another level, for sure, in terms of price point. Are there jobs there? Um, Halifax has always been fairly good with jobs just because we're a city that has a lot to offer. We have a lot of universities. We have the military. Um, you know, we have Navy and Army. We have, uh, like I said, some great uh, schools and things like that. And I think also Nova Scotia is just on the map as being a beautiful place. Atlanta, Canada is a beautiful place. But I think we've, we've just now come into our own and people realize that Halifax is actually a good destination. I am dying to get there someday. I promise I'll make it, and I'm going to give you a call when I come. Um, that's Brent, just, if you come, I, I'll promise you I, I'll help you have a very good time. I, I don't doubt that. <laughs> uh, let, let's talk about this story that I found on the Internet. Alvaro Wiggins, I believe, is, yeah. is the gentleman's name, and, and he's suffering from some kidney failure. And right. um, maybe you can tell us a little bit more about uh, he's on dialysis every day, I believe. Is he not? He is. Um, so dialysis can come in different forms. Um, you can you can basically have uh, hemodialysis, which is actually through needles in your arm, or you can have a catheter, a line in your in your neck, or you can have peritoneal dialysis, which is something that's like a catheter through your peritoneal um, cavity, and it's another way of cleansing your blood. So the, the blood is the hemodialysis and the peritoneal is the fluid in the, the peritoneal sac. And so it, those are ways of which you can cleanse uh, and have your kidney function. So when your kidney goes into a low function and kidney failure, then basically that's your only option, that or a transplant. So uh, Elvero's on peritoneal and you do peritoneal, he does it at night, all night long. So nine hours-ish at night. And he's hooked up to this machine and uh, that's why he's on it for, for nine hours. I do dialysis, but I do hemodialysis, and I go to the hospital, and I go for four hours at a time, three times a week. Okay. And can he work? Is he working? Um, he, he is not working right okay. now. He's got, uh, he was working uh, up until he got sick, but he finds his yeah. energy level is, um, right. is definitely quite low, and so therefore he is not working right now. And that was where this started because they had to move out of the place that they were living in, correct? To go to public housing. No, I, I think I think the truth is they could have stayed there, mm -hmm. but it was not the best environment in which to have the health condition that he has uh, in in a crowded, sort of rundown, uh, rat infested place and you know to be on dialysis and have a machine in there and have kids running around it was not conducive to his well-being so yes he could have probably stayed there but to what avail I think he was very depressed I think the family was depressed with him about the whole scenario and so he, it was kind of like what can be done here and so you guys stepped up um, with another yes. organization, I believe, as well. Is that not That is true. We, okay. we went, um, there was a lady, uh, well, there was the whole Wiggins family had put out the, a video, and mm -hmm. we heard about it, and we linked up with the woman who was doing a GoFundMe for the family, 
And someone said to me, like, Brenda, you know, there's this family and they're in a bad situation and he's on dialysis. And I was like, I saw that story. And she's like, well, you know, that might be a great fit for us. And I was like, well, I didn't want to bring it to the table because I thought maybe, well, you know, people might think just because I'm on dialysis, I don't know. I just saw it. I felt funny about it. But as soon as someone else said it, I was like, this is perfect. So let's do it. And so we sat with Sarah, is her name, Sarah McLaren, and our board um, decided what, well, we said, what can we do? What can we do to help? And, and we just thought, well, okay, we're going to help. We'll raise money to help them. But it kind of got like, oh my gosh, I have this host that would be perfect for them. I just happened to be my listing. I have this host (laughs) and it would be perfect for them. It's four bedrooms. It's a townhouse. It would. And so it was like, okay let's 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 take this a little step further well before you knew it here we are it's three months or maybe even four months later and now they're moving in on june 14th wonderful and so you guys help them with the down payment but there still is a mortgage that the the family is going to get on that property correct yeah there's going to be a hundred thousand dollar mortgage but they were renting where they were and -hmm. they were able to afford the hundred thousand dollar mortgage okay so we knew we had that to go on the question was how are we going to get the rest to make the other 200,000? Because it was the $300,000 house, correct? Correct. Yeah. And then the other part of that was how can we uh, ensure their success? Because it's one thing to get someone, put them in a house, but how do we actually make sure that going forward in the future that they're able to keep the house and that um, it's a stable situation going forward? Right. And, and again, this is something that I've just never heard of, and, and we don't have anything like this out in, in, in Edmonton that I'm even aware of. So what was the next step for the family? Um, or, or who's the bank, first of all? I guess we should give them some credit, too. Because yeah, not- well, CIBC, actually. C- okay. Yeah, yeah. CIBC, uh, someone who is very close to the board, um, basically said, look, let me go and sort of pitch this situation to the bank and which they did. And the bank said, well, you know, they have certain monies that are discretionary for certain kinds of situations. And the good news was we kind of fell into that situation. So um, there were other people on our board that were willing to step up to actually guarantee the mortgage. So we did have a a whole slew of amazing people all along the way, because these things don't happen with just one person. They happen when a lot of people come together. It's pretty incredible. How long has a home for everyone been around? I started it in uh, at at Domus Realty uh, in two thousand and eight, uh, and we managed to raise two hundred thousand dollars over the course of uh, say eight years that we were able to give away to um, charities yeah. in Halifax that dealt with homelessness. Wow, and. Um, so, so it, this is sort of an, a, a more unique situation of buying somebody a specific house. This isn't something that you guys do each and every time. No, but you know, I think we've decided that with the amount of money, because remember the realtors are all putting money from every sale right. into a pot. So we have a fund, we have a bank account, we're, not, we're a nonprofit. So the money goes into this bank account and we just accumulate it. Yeah. And so... Yeah. What our thought was, well, let's see how much we can accumulate. But the reality is our accumulation is not going to be enough to stop homelessness. No. But our accumulation 
along with other people's help, is able to do what we did this time. And if we can continue that kind of thought process, maybe next time we won't be buying a house for someone, but maybe next time we'll be renting even an apartment for someone for three years. Who knows? We're going to be able to put someone in a safe haven, Mm -hmm. which is home for that's what we're trying to do. Why did you start this? Where did the idea come from? It came from, uh, I, I went to a retreat in, oh gosh, I guess it was 2002 now. I went to, I met a guy in real, a guy who wanted to buy a house in Nova Scotia. He got in my car and we drove around and we became really good friends. The guy never bought, ever did buy a, <laughs> buy a house. Anyway, Martin Root was his name. Martin Root is a co-author of Chicken Soul for the, uh, Chicken Soul Soup for the Soul in the Workplace. Yep. And he wrote that book with um, James, uh, James Canfield or Jack Canfield. Anyway, Jack they Canfield. wrote that book together. And mm-hmm. Martin said, Brenda, why don't you come to this conference I'm having? I was kind of going through a weird time in my life. I had broken up in a relationship. And, you know, it was just one of those times. He said, come to, a, to Mexico and come to a conference and spirituality in the workplace. And I said, okay, I think I'll go. So... I, I here I go to Mexico and I'm in this place and Martin's giving a keynote speech and there's all these people in the crowd and they're they're these brilliant spiritual leaders and then there's me and I'm in I'm sitting there and thinking what am I doing here anyway after that Martin stayed in touch and he was writing a book called um, Heaven on Earth okay get this one now Heaven on Earth. I'm not religious. I'm not, and I was like, okay, heaven on earth. Anyway, his question was, Brenda, what's heaven on earth for you? What, what, what would heaven on earth be like? And I said, well, wouldn't it be nice if heaven, if we could stop homelessness? Because I'm in the business of finding homes for people, and it's a joy, and all that. You know, it's such a good thing. And if we could just put stop homelessness, because it's a big thing in Halifax. He said, okay, there you go. There's your, there you are. Heaven on earth. Go, go do it. So I took it to my to the realtors at the office and I said, what can we do? I said, can we, can we start putting money together instead of writing checks and just walking away? Why don't we pool our money and do something like this? And so that's how it started. And literally the group said, okay, we all, we'll follow you. We'll do it. And, and so they did. And this is how it started. And this is where we are. And how many agents do you have contributing now? Uh, well, we have 60 agents at Angle Invokers now. We've okay. really grown from yeah. two years ago. We're only two years old. Yeah. And uh, we're across Nova Scotia. And um, not all of the realtors, it's not a mandate. Like when you become a, you know, you have to give. But the majority of the agents do. And I think um, once this is all done and they see what we've been able to do with the monies from collection, uh, I have a feeling that there's going to be more support from our from our people. That's really great. And do you have any goals in mind for the next two to three years? Well, one goal would be now that I've talked to you is that you're going to talk to your people in Edmonton and you're going to say, hey, this is kind of a neat idea. What if we could do something in Edmonton? What if, what if we could do something like this? And that maybe this could be a global thing that realtors join together instead of all of us having our own little things that we give to, and we make a difference. Realtors care, I sent you that article, but the reality is if we could do it on a bigger scale, what 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 can we do together? I think we could do, it would amaze us what we could do. It's pretty inspirational. How can people help? 
um, that, that might be listening to, to this right now? Um, well, I think that we're still looking for some money. We, we w- would like some money again, still for Alviro because we're trying to make sure they have a stipend for a year and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's on a home for everyone. You can find, uh, through with the angle invokers website. And there is a button that says donate on it. Um, the other thing would be going forward in the future that we are going to continue to do this. And like I said, this is a kind of a bit of a rally cry when I do have someone listening to say, I would love this to be bigger. So if there's any inspiration that any other realtors have or that, um, that your group would think of, it doesn't have, it's not an angle invokers thing. I'm not trying to mm-hmm. own it. I'm trying to make a difference in homelessness and that's, we just have to start and do it together. It's absolutely incredible. Um, how about for your story? Um, for, mm. You need a, a new kidney. Is that? <laughs> which, well, which, yeah, I suppose if there's anyone out there that wants to donate a kidney, I'm an O plus, uh, O plus blood work um, is my blood type. And um, I do have some people, live donors here. It's been amazing where I do have some people that have stepped up to get tested. Yeah. And um, so I'm just hopeful that, you know, if we ever do talk again and, and hopefully in the near future, I'm going to have a, have a kidney donor and get a kidney transplant. That's my hope. Well, that's fantastic. Um, for those people who are interested in helping or finding out more or um, who are looking to buy or sell a house in Halifax, how do they get a hold of you? Um, well, again, the Angle Invokers website, my name is Brenda McKenzie. They can go that route, which is kind of uh, an easy way to go. Um, I guess I could be texted at 902-471-0555. And um, yeah, I mean, if you haven't been to Nova Scotia, at least uh, come and, and look look around and see it for yourself because it's a, it's, it is beautiful. And so is PEI, so is all of Atlantic Canada, but I'm a true Nova Scotian. Well, thank you so much for joining us. We, Bryn will put uh, Brenda's contact information yeah. in the show notes. Absolutely. Brenda, thanks for your time today. Hey, Brent, before we let you go, we also have to tell people how they can get a hold of you as well. Uh, they can get a hold of our team directly at 780-464-0075 or find us on the internet at macintoshgroup.ca. And Brenda, thanks for your time. Brent, thanks for your time. And that's it for today. Check us out once again at the Macintosh Group at Remax River City. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Bryn. He's Brent. And we'll talk to you next time. And I'm Brenda. <laughs> <laughs>